Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Conversations with Adele. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, and I am so thrilled to be bringing to you this new season, this new ideation of my podcast. In each podcast episode, I am going to be featuring a guest, a friend, a colleague in the space, a thought leader, someone who I would be having coffee with, and you can be getting the behind the scenes of what it's really like to sit down and have a real conversation with me and some of these amazing human beings. The purpose of this podcast is for you to deeply connect uh, with me and the people in my life that I care deeply about, for you to get to know something about me that you don't already know, and for you to gain a new perspective. Every every, uh, podcast guest that I feature will push the boundaries in bringing a new perspective, which allows you to tap into a new point of view. So I can't wait to dive into today's episode. The thought for the day, I like this one. The universe doesn't hold your past against you. The universe doesn't hold your past against you. It immediately responds to what you're putting out today. Not a relief. <laughs> I'll just carry on another day. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> the universe doesn't hold your past against you. It immediately responds to what you're putting out today. Why? the universe operates by law the law of cause and effect okay so while you might think that the universe is holding your past against you and you're putting yourself in a prison about your past the universe doesn't care about your past it cares about the energy and the frequency and the and the behaviors that you're putting out today because you're a cause set in motion but when we have our mind in the past see most people live with their head completely in the past and you could even see that for yourselves when you first started like how subconsciously most of the conversation is about the past, okay? We weren't, we don't have, we were given vision to see both the future and the past, but we were never meant to live in either of those places, okay? We're meant to live in the present moment. So that's the thought of the day. It does not hold your past against you. So where are you still holding your past against you? Okay, that's a question. The other thing you want to remember is you can never go back. So I I remember when Proctor said that to me because it was something that anyway, he basically said, you can't go back. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, once you achieve a certain level of awareness, it's not like memory. Awareness and memory are different. Memory, you can do out, you can do calculus in high school and like who the hell remembers, right? Nobody does because unless you study calculus, memory is different. Awareness is once you reach a new level of awareness. you can never go back. So you'll never go be below the awareness level that you're at today. So that should be very important for you to understand. The new awareness changes you forever. It's like those levels of awareness. Once you, once you go up a level of awareness, it's not like you're gonna go down a level of awareness. It's kind of like, that's what we talked about. Remember bondage guy? And we talked about breakthrough guy. That's the thing about, about bondage is the people in bondage don't know what they don't know, but they think they know everything. Then you become the breakthrough person where you like, you know better, but when you know better and you're not doing better, that's also a form of bondage, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. The other thing I want to say today, yeah, the the universe doesn't think if someone can post the thought of the day in the chat. The other thing is ask yourself if you're being completely radically honest with self today, do I still have one foot in safety and the other one in my desire? 
Because if you're straddling, if you're pushing the brake and the gas at the same time, try doing that in your car, you go nowhere, <laughs> right? Like, but I, and I'm gonna read you something from Think and Grow Rich, like a little blurb here today, because I think it's an important little concept here. Most people still, they, they say they want something. So they're like consciously going after the thing, but they still have this part of them that's got their foot on the brake or their, their foot in safety. Let me still keep my foot in safety, okay? And in, in Thinking Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill here has a beautiful little, this is like one of the things what we're gonna get into it, but for now, I just want, we're just gonna read one page of this because I think it's, it's really important. So this is in the chapter called Desire. And it's this idea of burning the ships. So anytime I, you hear me say burning the ships, I'm referring to this specific quote. So he says, a long while ago, a great warrior had to make a decision which ensured his success on the battlefield. Okay, now let me go back for a second. Napoleon Hill talks a lot about this idea. And again, this is so true at the level of the mind. The, the mind is either programming to win or to fail in any moment. There's no neutral. So you don't take the judgment out of it. You might not like that at all, but it doesn't matter, okay? The mind is either programmed to win or fail. So he says, a long while ago, a great warrior had to make a decision which ensured his success on the battlefield. He was about to send his armies against a powerful foe whose men outnumbered his own. He loaded his soldiers into boats, sailed to the enemy's country, unloaded soldiers and equipment, and then gave, order, gave the order to burn the ships that had carried them. This is like the Trojan War kind of analogy. Addressing his men before his first battle, he said, you see the boats going up in smoke? That means we cannot leave these shores alive unless we win. Well, we have no choice. We win or we perish. They won. Every person, every person who wins in any undertaking must be willing to burn his ships and cut all sources of retreat. Only by doing so can one be sure of maintaining that state of mind known as a burning desire to win essential for success. So this burn the ships analogy has been used in different, it's, it's a metaphor used, it, it, it's used in Greek mythology. It's this idea of where are you still going for the safety, okay? And what would it look like to burn certain ships of safety? And that could be different habits. It could be different patterns. It could be people that offer you that safety. Where can you start to say, okay, I'm gonna take my foot off of the safety because there's no such thing anyway, and I'm gonna put it over here two feet into what I'm doing, okay? Make sense? Okay, very good. So to be elite and exceptional, which is what we're all aiming for here, we have to play by a different set of rules. And that's what the rules are gonna to start to look like is really seeing the truth about where you wanna go into retreating into safety, okay? Where you wanna go into those old familiar, familiar habitual patterns, Okay, kind of what we talked about yesterday, understanding my own brand of suffering. How do I create suffering in, in my mind? Because you know it's always happening in here, right? Okay, cool. So now let's get into U squared suspend disbelief. Okay, so page page 15. Let me see if there's anything I have to say there. Right, okay. He starts off with a bang. <laughs> Act as if your sex success is for certain. Not sex, sorry. <laughs> Act as if your sex is for certain, but hey, why not? You could do that too. <laughs> Act as if your success is for certain. Just highlight that. Maybe study that. What would you, how would you act if your success was for certain? 
Instead of holding back because you don't have hard proof that you can make a quantum leap, leap, see if you end up with evidence proving you can't. Just make the jump, act as if your success is guaranteed, and then see which set of ideas you should believe in. Your mindset for the moment may be flawed by doubt and skepticism. The idea of making a quantum leap in your performance, jumping from your present level of achievement to one several stages higher in one bold stroke is an alien idea. You haven't been trained to think that way. You may have definite reservation about the possibility that you can make such exponential improvement at all, particularly with less effort in a very abbreviated time frame. So what do we talk to highlight that? We talked about the time-space continuum of, of we have an idea that things should take a certain amount of time, but we can condense time. The experts generally agree though, that people typically use only about 10% of their true potential. If we accept that argument, and even, there, even if there were no other resources outside yourself that could bring to bear on the situation, you still could do 10 times as well as you've, as you've been doing. Your skepticism, which you presume is based on rational thinking and objective assessment of factual data about yourself, is rooted in mental junk. Okay, highlight that. Your skepticism, which you presume is based on rational thinking and an objective assessment of factual data about yourself is rooted in mental junk. This next piece is like my favorite. Your doubts are not the product of accurate thinking, but habitual thinking. Right? Your doubts are not the product of actual think, or, uh, sorry, accurate thinking, but habitual thinking. Accurate thinking is the law of cause and effect. Habitual thinking is what you learned when you were a child and you keep repeating that habitual thought pattern in your mind. Year easy goes on to say here, years ago, you accepted flawed conclusions as correct, began to live your life as if those warped ideas about your potential were true and seized the bold experiment in living that brought you many breakthrough behaviors as a child. Now it's time for you to find that faith you had in yourself before. And I underline faith here, and I love the quote by William James, believe in your belief and it will create the fact. If you want to be skeptical, skeptical, of, sorry, skeptical of some ideas that truly deserve to be called into question, challenge the thoughts and beliefs that, beliefs that you have argued against your, you taking a quantum leap. Put those old inhibiting ideas to the, to the test by going for it with everything you've got. So basically start to be skeptical about your doubt. Be skeptical, skeptical, I can't say that word today, about what you're believing you can't do. Think about how, think about how it's just as arbitrary, believing you can't or believing you can. For right now, just suspend disbelief. You don't have to be convinced that you can succeed in making a quantum leap, but you don't keep on believing those old ideas you've been carrying around about your personal limits. If it will make it easier, hold off for a while on believing anything. But I put here in quotes, just believe in yourself. Like if you just have to believe in one thing, it's believing you. Just act like you have complete faith. Merely do what you do if you knew you were going to succeed. Behave like you have total conviction. Doubt is what does the most damage. So don't give it any mental space. So highlight that because remember we talked about the minute your mind goes into doubt, it then goes into worry and then goes into fear and then it goes into shutdown. So doubt is so like toxic to the mind because the minute you engage in any doubt, it's just a matter of time that you go into fear. And then when you go into fear, you're like, well, I can't, I'm done, you know, it's over. Proceed boldly as if 
it is completely inconceivable that you will experience anything other than a successful quantum leap. If you must doubt something, doubt your limits. Right? Isn't that good? Okay. So the piece here that's really key is this idea of acting as if your success was for certain. This idea of burning the ships. It's this idea of straddling. I think there's a lot of you that, and it's normal at this stage still, really, if you're honest, am I still straddling the fence a little bit? Like, am I kind of like, okay, some days it's like this and like, I'm still looking for safety and I'm kind of doing it. It's not fully in, right? Notice that and start to see where can I actually go 100% in. The other thing is this idea of your doubts are not the product of accurate thinking, but habitual thinking. When you really break it down and you see how the mind works, and we've talked a lot about that over the last few courses, 95% of the thoughts that you have in your head are habitual thoughts from the past. They're not creative new thoughts, okay? So when you start entertaining thoughts of doubt or somebody else got in your head, if you don't catch that seed immediately, it'll just proceed into worry, fear, etc. Okay. So you need to catch it early, right? What am I doubting? Why am I so scared? What's the worst that could happen? Make sense? Okay, good. The universe doesn't hold your past against you. It immediately responds to what you're putting out today. Cause and effect, cause and effect. You are cause, right? Okay, amazing. Have a gorgeous day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Coffee Conversations. It really means the world to me that you take time every week to listen to now a very thought-provoking conversation with me and some of my close friends and peers in the industry, a little bit of a behind the scenes, a dialogue of what it would be like to have coffee with me and some of my friends who are thought leaders in this space. And I just want you to know something that you're so worthy of success and you can have whatever it is that you desire. I believe in you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.